This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. As the state's population declines and those here get older, birthing centers around the state are closing. But that is making it harder for the people who do have babies. Toward the end, I had to go two to three times a week for regular non-stress tests and, you know, all the stuff like that because I had a pretty rough pregnancy with her. That story and more coming up this West Virginia Morning. Restructuring the State Department of Health and Human Resources began Monday with the first of several high-profile hires. Randy Yowie has more. DHHR Secretary Bill Crouch announced that Cammie Chapman will be his new Deputy Secretary of Child and Adult Services. Chapman is the first Deputy Secretary named following the $1 million organizational study of DHHR by the McChrystal Group at the direction of Governor Jim Justice. The review focused on improving flawed communication and interdepartmental cooperation. Promoted from Associate General Counsel, Chapman will now oversee the department's Bureau for Child Support Enforcement and Bureau for Social Services. She said in a press release that she was honored to move the department forward to ensure the safety and well-being of vulnerable West Virginians. Crouch said more appointments would be announced throughout the week. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Randy Yowie in Charleston. The West Virginia Symphony Orchestra will perform a holiday favorite, Sounds of the Season, at select venues around the state. Michelle Merrill will return as guest conductor conductor to lead the orchestra on December 2nd through the 4th for the show that will feature selections including The First Noel, Deck the Halls, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and The Polar Express Suite, a statement from the orchestra said. The music will feature vocal numbers from the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra Chorus, the West Virginia State University Chorus, the University of Charleston Choir, and the Symphony Chorus of Parkersburg. The concert will be held in Lewisburg December 2nd, in Charleston December 3rd, and in Parkersburg December 4th. Another birthing center in a hospital has closed, worsening West Virginia's critical shortage of care for its mothers and babies. Amelia Nicely reports. In 2015, Nicole Nichols was pregnant with her third, a little girl. It was a pregnancy with multiple high-risk complications. At the time, she lived in Looneyville, a small community in rural Roan County. She lived about 19 miles from the county's hospital. But that year and into the next, she had to drive to a hospital in Charleston for checkups, which is an hour each way. I had to go just about every week. Um, Toward the end, I had to go two to three times a week for regular non-stress tests and, um, you know, all the stuff like that because I had a pretty rough pregnancy with her. West Virginia is facing a shortage of obstetricians and places for them to work. Only 18 of its 55 counties have hospital birthing centers. Roan County is located in the center of the state, an area that is a desert for OBGYNs. Its local hospital once had a labor and delivery unit, but it closed in 2006. Nichols went into early labor multiple times, which brings risks for mom and baby. I was full panic mode in labor very early, was worried that I was going to lose her. That really put her at risk having to travel an hour, hour and a half to get that labor stopped because had I not made it there in time, I don't know where she would be. 
West Virginia has 20 birthing hospitals after St. Mary's Hospital in Huntington closed its labor and delivery unit in November. The state has one freestanding birth center. Nationwide, birthing saw a slight increase in 2021 for the first time in seven years. But the overall drop in births coupled with West Virginia's aging and declining population have made it difficult to sustain birthing centers. The shortage means there's a declining number of places for OBGYNs to work. And all this leads to poor outcomes for mothers and babies, according to Dr. Angela Cherry. She's a family medicine physician in Harpers Ferry. If there's not a birthing center there, moms are having to drive more than 30 minutes to to a birthing center, um, which may limit the amount of care that they get even prior to delivery. So they are just increased risk of having um, more complications um, if they have less prenatal care. West Virginia has some of the country's worst birthing outcomes, including its rate of infant deaths and preterm births, which can cause a number of serious complications like breathing problems or heart issues. The state is also having an increase of mothers dying during childbirth, which is connected to the state's drug epidemic. Dr. Cherry presented these concerns to lawmakers in November during legislative interims. So what we've seen is those women just not getting care. West Virginia isn't the only state struggling. There's a national shortage of OBGYNs. And Dr. Cherry said the state's rural towns struggle to attract OBGYNs because they're too far from hospitals and lack local economy. The state could also struggle to recruit OBGYNs following its recent abortion law, which is one of the most restrictive abortion bans in the country. State Senator Hannah Gefford, a Democrat from Berkeley, said her area is struggling to recruit OBGYNs. During a presentation on maternal health, Gefford asked Dr. David Didden, who works for the State Office of Maternal, Child, and Family Health, if the abortion law would further impact recruitment. Here's his response. I think we can send the message that um, we are uh, in support of reproductive health uh, for women um, and that uh, this is a, a, a promising place um, to come and practice medicine. But it's a, it, it's, it's a tough sell. Uh, and it's not just in, in medicine. We're going to continue to uh, to try to establish best practices and standards of care. And um, I hope we'll be able to convince some more providers that uh, that this is a good place to practice medicine. Nichols' daughter is now six years old and thriving, and the family has moved from Roan County. She hopes state leaders will focus on bringing OBGYNs to rural areas, as she knows other mothers from Roan who have struggled to get to necessary appointments for mother and baby due to travel distance, money, and transportation challenges. For people that can't get to Charleston, it's a lot easier for them to find a ride that's, you know, 10 to 20 minutes compared to an hour, hour and a half. For Appalachia Health News, I'm Amelia Nicely in Charleston. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning. 
Support is provided by Marshall Health, providing comprehensive primary and specialty care throughout southern West Virginia in the tri-state region. More at marshallhealth.org. Thank you.